0: December the 3rd, 2023, 1 Samuel chapter 3. Speak, Lord. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ, and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just, with all things being relational. And family, it's the first Sunday of the month of December, the last month of the year. And Father God, we thank you. Thank you for allowing us to see yet another day. Awaken us up on this side of eternity, preparing our minds and our hearts to receive of you this day, our daily bread. We give ourselves unto you, Lord. We bless you. We open up our minds and our hearts we submit ourselves unto you as a living sacrifice, willing to do what you have called and created us to do. And family, I thank you. Thank you this day. Thank you for waking with me this Sunday and knowing that you guys, most of you guys are preparing for church, either to go into the house of the Lord and fellowship with your brothers and sisters and see those who are new to the Lord be welcome into the family of God. or perhaps you preparing to to hear or listen online as you as you go to work or but just thank you thank you for allowing me into your space knowing that it is personal it is intimate it is near and dear to you and the lord and you've allowed me to share it with you thank you family it's an honor and it's a privilege we are continuing in 1 Samuel uh one of the books of kings as it was once called right There was all with four books of kings and now it's first samuel second samuel first Kings, second kings and we're now being talked about with uh concerning samuel and he's now with the the priest eli you know who's the head of israel at that time and and the Lord is dealing and we wanna see where we fit in the story as the Lord continues. So Lord bless us, bless those who, who are new to the word and let their eyes be opened. First Samuel, chapter three, speak Lord. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli. And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision At that time Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his own place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel, and he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call here I am for you called me then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy therefore Eli said to Samuel go lie down and if he calls you you shall say speak Lord for your servant hears so Samuel went and lay down in his place and the Lord came and stood calling as at other times Samuel Samuel and Samuel said speak because his sons were blaspheming God, and he did not restrain them. Therefore I swear to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be atoned for by sacrifice or offering forever. Samuel lay until morning, then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord, and Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. But Eli called Samuel, and Samuel said, Here am I. And Eli said, What was it that he told you? Do not hide it from me. May God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me at all that he told you. So Samuel told Eli everything and hid nothing from him. And Eli said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba knew that samuel was established as a prophet of the lord and the lord appeared again at shiloh for the lord revealed himself to samuel at shiloh by the word of the lord father god thank you for your word this morning speak lord god is truly good this is the call of samuel and you know uh, an, an attentive reader of, of chapter 2 on yesterday verses 27 through 36 might might have been puzzled by the fact that this prophecy about the priesthood had nothing to say about Samuel's future. The prediction about a faithful priest in chapter 2 verse 35 was was not fulfilled by Samuel and his descendants were not firmly established in the priesthood. Oh, but chapter three that we just read, supplies the answer. Samuel's future role was not that of a head of a priestly family. Instead, he was to be the great prophet of his generation. Priests needed no divine call to office because they were born into priestly families. Prophets, on the other hand, received individual calls, direct experiences of God, and and chapter three records the prophetic call of samuel the word of the lord and visions as we seen in verse 1 were the two types of divine gifts to prophets and there are two reasons for telling us that both were rare literally precious at that time first the statement draws attention to israel's serious need for prophetic guidance secondly it explains in advance why samuel and eli were both taken by surprise when the lord called aloud to samuel in verse 4. two features of the temple are mentioned in verse 3 the lamp of god and the ark of the covenant both were symbols of the presence of god if you remember in leviticus chapter 24 verse 1 through 4 it gives careful instructions to the priests to keep a lamp burning in the sanctuary every night. When Samuel heard God's voice, the lamp was still alight. It was just before dawn. If God did choose to speak, it would be here in the shrine that his voice was expected to be heard. That is why Samuel was lying down near the ark. The call came three times confirming to both Samuel and Eli that it was truly a message from God. Verses 11-14, through 14, God's message to Samuel confirmed the prophecy of chapter 2, verse 27-36. The full details mentioned yesterday of what would happen are not repeated today, but the guilt of Eli himself is given new emphasis. Eli had not been a, a vicious or detestable priest like his sons, but He was after all the man in charge of the shrine and he failed to restrain them and samuel naturally hesitated at first to tell eli what he had heard and on hearing the stern words of yahweh eli made no complaint his response showed his resigned acceptance of god's judgment so making it clear that the change of priestly leadership in israel was accepted by Eli himself. And we will see this later in chapter 24 when when Saul acknowledged that God was transferring royal leadership from him to David. Verses 19 through 21 give a brief summary of the years that followed during which Samuel grew up. For the time or for the time being, Eli continued as 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 priest at Shiloh and and so did his evil sons, but, but already it was Samuel who attracted popular attention. The shrine itself became less important than the man of God, since God's presence was clearly with him. Whatever Samuel foretold came true, as we read in verse 19, no longer was the prophetic word or vision a rarity in all Israel. And all Israel also came to realize this, Dan, as it's said in the scripture, was the most important town in the north of Israel, and Beersheba lay in the far south of the country. Thus Samuel's repetition, or his reputation, spread through the whole extent of the land. God's word came regularly to Samuel, and from Samuel it was passed to all Israel's citizens. Speak, Lord. So what can we say? Can it be that the Lord is silent at times? Perhaps. I like to think that the Lord is always speaking, but if you are not in a position to hear, then you think he is not speaking. That goes for an individual, a marriage, a family, community, or a nation. The scripture says, those who have ears to hear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Father God, in the precious name of your Son, Jesus, oh glory, hallelujah, we just thank you right now. We we lay before you each morning, each afternoon, each evening, waiting to hear your instructions, basking in your presence, knowing that as we have heard on today, that you speak, Lord, to your people, those who are in position, those who have ears to hear, those who have a willing heart to receive what you are saying they will hear so we ask oh father god that any distractions anything that is detouring us or blocking us from hearing what it is that you have to say we ask father god that you help us remove it take it away let nothing hinder your word Let us dwell in the secret place of you, the Almighty, and rest in your abundance, your guidance, and your instructions. We lean not to our own understanding, Father God. We acknowledge you in all our ways and let you direct our path. You are our God. You are Father. You are Abba. Your Son, Jesus Christ, is our Lord, our Savior holy spirit provides nurtures guides governs yet you are one and we thank you for who you are thank you father god thank you for your word thank you for us being family friends thank you for those whom you place in our circle our sphere of influence that we may speak your truth boldly to them lord god that we might be the representatives, the ambassadors that you've called us to be. We love you, we bless you, we praise you. It's in the precious name of your son, Jesus, that we pray. Glory, hallelujah. Be encouraged on today, family. It's my prayer that you're able to take communion with the brothers and sisters of Christ and see those who will enter into the family of God. And that means you, my friend, soon to be family, if you have not yet called upon the name of the Lord, Jesus, as Lord and Savior. God said if you confess your sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, and you call Jesus Lord, you shall be saved. Oh, hallelujah. Your eyes shall be open, your ears shall hear, you shall taste and see that the Lord our God, He is good and He is worthy to be praised. And we want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. It's made to be shared with and in community. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory, hallelujah.